I got in the car and realized, I better gas up or run to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Who going? Are you nodding at me that I'm supposed to be getting? It's whoever wants to go, yeah. Who wants to be first today? I'll go. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, so, if we recall, they're, they're going to be breaking her. Yeah, she was going to break out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Penny woke up early Saturday. Her stomach was in immediate turmoil. What if they got caught today? What would happen to her then? Her breakfast arrived, but she left it untouched. By lunch, she was in such a state she was pacing in her room. After about ten minutes, Albert walked quickly down the corridor. Stop pacing, he glared at her. How did you know? The floor sensors, remember? Oh, right. Don't do anything that looks weird or draws attention today. Okay, sorry. I understand you're nervous. Manea will be here after supper. His gaze wandered to her uneaten food. Is there a problem with the food? No, I just have no appetite. It draws attention. Eat it. <laughs> she sat at the desk and picked up a piece of toast and took a bite. Albert brought Maneo shortly after supper. He led her into Penny's room and relocked the door. <coughs> they both listened to his footsteps fading away. They hugged. It's so good to see you, Maneo. You too. So my grandmother, eh? It's remarkable, really. Penny showed her the ring. It does look like our moons. I've never seen a ring like this. Do you remember the lady at the festival? Gigi? Yes. She knew. She said someone in my lineage had been here. She also said you'll have to lie to your love. She hesitated, then added, what will you do? I have no idea. I guess I'll have to choose. I'm sorry your visit ended up so badly here. It really wasn't so bad. I met some really great people. I found out my grandmother and I now share something pretty incredible. Ha, huh, literally incredible, she chuckled. No one will believe me if I tell them, if you remember the curse. No. Uh, Do you remember the curse? Where she speaks know. the truth, but no one believes her. Right, and the, that was the, right. the fortune teller. The fortune teller, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. yes. <coughs> Minea looked at her device. I have to go now. We have a schedule to keep. Penny's heart fluttered. She nodded and tipped her head toward the bathroom. In the bathroom, Penny turned on the tap in the sink, and they both put their hands in the water. That was to cover the temperature. Because uh, there's sensors in the... Right, okay. They exchanged devices, then they exchanged clothes. Penny put on the wig that had been under Maneo's sweater. Maneo hugged her. Penny said, bye, I love you. Maneo answered, I love you too, now go. Penny turned toward the door and saw Albert coming down the hall. He did not look happy. <laughs> What's wrong? Penny tried to slow her heart rate. In through the nose, out through the mouth, count, she thought. We have a serious snag, said Albert. What kind of snag? Zellen had to go. Her kid got hit with a ratchet stick. She had to take him to the med unit. So who is on doors? The silent hawk. <laughs> oh no, she's on her way. What do we do? Should we stop? Albert hesitated only for a moment. No, we should. You need to go. I really feel like it's tonight, that it will work out. Penny was terrified. She couldn't feel her instincts. She had too much fear in play, trusting Albert's gut and betting her life on it. He looked her dead in the eye and said, we'll make it happen. She gave him one strong nod. Off we go then, she said flatly and started down the hall.
The door at the end of the hall clicked open. She was moving through the doorway. She'd watched clothes over and over. On the other side, the entire atmosphere changed. There was carpet on the floor, pictures on the walls, faint sounds of music played in the distance. Not far, very far down the hall was an office. It was full of plants, decorative items. There was a pair of shoes lying near the door. They passed more offices. Nobody looked like a policeman. When they reached the front door, there was a receptionist. Penny turned her head away just enough so the woman couldn't see her face. Albert was looking concerned. I, I don't see their car. They were supposed to be here five jills ago. A chime sounded, and in her periphery, she could see the woman turn to go out through a door behind her. After she left, Penny's eyes took in more of the room. There were posters on the wall of houses with information about them. Above the posters, it said, as do homes, we will find your place in the world. <laughs> find your place was in different font. The logo was a giant circle with three half circles on sides and top. It reminded Penny of a Mickey Mouse head with the words, find your place across the middle. Why is this here? Is, is this a real estate office? A real what? said Albert. An office for selling homes? Penny was feeling very confused. Albert didn't answer. It's nothing. He looked desperately out the window. Is that them? He pointed. How would I know? The woman had returned and had been listening to them. She now had a funny look on her face. She called out. What do you mean you don't know? It's the car you arrived in. Out of reflex, Penny turned and looked right at her. The woman looked startled. Maneo's parents drove up and then the silent hawk came walking through the door. <laughs> wow, I have, there's just so many questions. <laughs> I, I, yes, I shouldn't close that. What? Well, I want to know what was the real estate office? Well, what's going? Where's the actual prison? What what's going on? <laughs> I just had this idea that oh, the they don't have actual prisons. They're just always these back sections and all these offices to use up space and. and oh. And they have this large, they're all yes. taken to these kinds of places. There's only a handful of them there. It reminds me of, it's terrible, the concentration camps with the facades and you're going into, do you know what you think you're going, sorry, but that's, that was, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you're like being they, relocated. Yeah. Relocated. Yeah. Just Ooh. leave all your luggage, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. But they're good to them. I know that. No, 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 but, but just the but, way. Uh, yeah, the, no, I love that. The facade is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, they didn't, they don't, this is a society that doesn't like the idea of this yeah. big, giant I'll be honest, I'm thinking, okay, she's schizophrenic and she's really still on Earth and she thinks she's at this other planet. <laughs> oh, my God. That logo, I thought it was brilliant when you said, like, a, I was having problems visualizing, you said, like, a Mickey Mouse head and suddenly yeah. it all just. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was the same spell, with my, yeah, yeah, Very very good and I'm imagining most readers would know what a Mickey Mouse head looked like regardless yeah, yeah. Um, the word hall is repeated three times in I think three sentences hall hall okay down the hall down the hall this in the hall okay I don't know if there's a substitute for hall uh, I had corridor at one point yeah but I'll try for more well, no, I didn't. Isn't, it, isn't it terrible sometimes? Like, you, you like yeah it's tough sometimes to find the word then I'm going back and I'll rework I it you know or, <clears throat> Yeah, or just sometimes I have just changing the whole thing. Passageway. Pictures adorn the walls. You know, just, we know they're in a hall, like that kind of thing. So anyway, it's really, really minor. I like the gills. 
Something oh. was five gills. Uh, Jills, but Jills, yeah, uh, Jills with a J. With a J. Okay. <laughs> it's just one L. Okay. J I L S. Yeah. All right. No, I. I you I, have like I, a whole diction, like a whole second document somewhere where you put these words. Uh, I have some, but a lot of them I just. Throw in there. Because that would be it. Try to keep them straight. I just play with sounds. Oh, and yeah, go. no, I think it's great. Yeah. It's just that after a while, I would, I'm thinking I would probably I would need a list because I would remember yeah. them all. There are some I save because sometimes I go looking and then if I find extras, I put them in a little note. That would be a cute short story like, as well where it's you're writing your story, but there's an actual world where they have the measurement office and it keeps changing because on your whim in your story <laughs> and so there's this bureaucratic guy that's just furious because oh, but what are they doing again it's not jills anymore is it one l or is it two l <laughs> it's true too isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. i um i i what's it the silent hawk what a great <laughs> great name absolutely just oh, awesome. everything that conjures up you know like oh god scary mm-hmm. and and that was that was very emotional you were really good at making me feel like i was there and terrified and you know is she going to get out or is she isn't and, and then that little bit at the end where she turns and looks right at her and, and then the silent hawk and that would be the end of the chapter right yeah and somebody reading in bed is going to ah, stop that. <laughs> exactly right i'm doing it doing it to the same mm-hmm. thing that they do with yeah. me. Oh, awesome. um, i did have one thing again I thought now this that could be way off that they were going to stand on the bed so there wouldn't be two sets of footprints and now you have them in the bathroom. Oh no, it's not the two sets of footprints. It needs to just be that they because it it monitors their gait as well. Yeah. Okay. I remember so... I remember the bed thing, but I don't remember they were sitting on the bed. I, think, I yeah. thought it's part of the part of leaving? the escape Maybe plan. Maybe was it the leaving part where they would they would sit on the bed and then one would so go. So there'd only be one. I don't know. There was something I, 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 that yeah. was inconsistent between the bathroom scene <clears throat> and what I remember. Okay. From before. I'll have to fill in then that they go back and sit on the bed and then they exchange places on the bed before putting their feet back down. Yeah, there was. I yeah. Right. I remember yeah, that. and there was, something there was like a that. weight <clears throat> under her. Under her, uh, it measures the weight and it measures the gait. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. but she had to weigh, her, make her body weigh more in order to be more like Maneo. Did I get that right? No, it's just that it, since it's watching the gait, it, it ha- they have to confuse it. So, like M- Maneo came in, so this thing now knows who's who. Right. So when they sit on the bed and pull their feet up, it they're won't. gonna switch on the bed. And then when they put their feet back down. Oh, okay. It's gonna okay, so that the part. The software was... will think it's the same person. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so no, that, that had, you need to incorporate that part. Okay. Because uh, I'm thinking, okay, one's in the bathroom and one's leaving. And how mm-hmm. are they going to know? Like, they're still going to think that's uh, Penny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just have to share this. I was. Um, the next couple of weeks, I'm helping with English classes that are in Poland. Oh, yes. Um, and so yesterday they had their, their little gathering. So it's evening for them. But uh, they showed this little clip that this German artist took 90 smartphones. So with Google Maps and the 90 smartphones, he convinced Google Maps 
by walking within a red wagon. He put these phones in a red wagon. He was walking down the street like there was this traffic jam on Google Maps because there's 90 smartphones. And so in Germany, these these people were being rerouted by Google Maps because this guy was walking along in a red wagon. That's brilliant. So that's what you're... Oh. I love that. That's awesome. I should be that awesome. Sound like a, you know... Oh, my disturbing. God. What could be done with that? Yeah, he's, he was a perform. He's a performance artist, and so yeah, I'm thinking. So how did he get the '90s smartphone? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. No, but I'm picturing this in Ocean's Eleven, where they need to clear that street. So mm-hmm. this is part of their setup plan, where they get all these phones, yeah, and yeah. Then the traffic is out of their way while they rob the bank. And... That's true. I went right to nefarious things, didn't I? <laughs> I can see that's the way our, our, our minds work as a general rule. <laughs> I know. I've decided that I can. I should. We should. Uh, this is not Brenda speaking right now. Um, <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Ellen. How are you? Good to have you come in today. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Um, I was thinking that because you know I drive home and it says I've been placed at. I haven't. Yeah. You know. Thanks for being at the home hardware. Thanks for being at the hotel coming up from the. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't been there. Just drove home. by, but I'm like, I could use these as an alibi. <laughs> Clearly, was it home hardware? Just go to sleep, dear. Just go to sleep. I'll have to say, I think, I think the the, the crime scene guys would figure that out pretty quickly because the stores yeah, have videos. You well, just have yes. to have fake receipts. I'm just saying, I watch a lot of those things. People throw away their receipts. I know they do. I could just grab one of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time with her. You know, a lot of little details there. Yeah. Yeah. I got a friend that went in all dressed in black with her hood up. Yeah. <laughs> and we go, Where's Brenda? Ellen. One Ellen. One shows the guy who stole the victim's credit card and signed his own name to the credit card slip. Oh, like, my, oh my God. God. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. It's things like that you so don't think about. The name didn't match the name. Well, it, never mind that it was his name, and they, you know, when they started looking for, you know, he said he went somewhere to buy something, and it was, yeah, her credit card with his name on the receipt. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? If you're really clever, her name. it's the shopping list lady that you had visited, and she's writing down her shopping list, and you're like, well, well, what did you write down? You don't know if it was a shopping list, but... You oh, know. her! Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was like, where is he going? <laughs> you have this person. Yeah. That, yeah someone that really annoyed you, so you, they uh, become the culprit. <laughs> that woman. Um, Rachel. True story. My son's staying with a, a real name. of ours from university. 50-year friendship. But anyway, he had a, a housemate for four years. And uh, Ted's old-fashioned still writes checks for everything. Mm-hmm. So he took out his checkbook to write his checks out and then he noticed there was a clunk missing like you know how the numbers are. and he also noticed that the balance in his now he keeps way way too much money in his bank account you know like <laughs> many thousands <laughs> which yeah. is stupid and he goes to the bank and he asks to see these things well his housemate had stolen the checks oh. forged his signature oh to the tune over the time of forty five hundred dollars Wow. 
Anyway, like it's just, it's just wow, insane. Anyway, he's no longer a roommate. I said, I said, like, did you prosecute him or like, because the bank had all the evidence. Yeah, yeah. He said no because I wanted my money back. Well, he got it all back except eleven hundred dollars. The guy paid him all back. Yeah. He probably mm-hmm. stole it from somebody else. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to lose. I mean, he, he was paying dirt cheap rent in Toronto. He didn't want to lose his place to stay. I wouldn't have allowed it, but he's gone now. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah, talk about the dumb forgeries. I'm going to go next. Okay. <laughs> this is very short. And maybe a little different. I don't know. I can't decide about this piece, so I'll let you decide. <laughs> When I saw um, um, at the library, Pam. Pam. <laughs> it's like Penny. No, it's not Penny. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that because uh, I said I put up some recordings and stuff, and and I I said yeah, uh, Prairie. She uh, she just like oh I don't this isn't good and all that. And then we hear her like well that was good. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, tell me what you think. It's called the fruit cellar. A place of discovery. My mother preserved things first and foremost. First and foremost was produce, chiefly from her garden. Beets, corn, carrots, cucumbers, peaches, pears, cherries, as well as applesauce and stewed rhubarb. Anything that could be put up in jars. In the basement of my childhood home, beyond the furnace room, was a second large windowless space, the fruit cellar. But oh, so much more than fruit was there. The entire right-hand wall boasted a battalion of colorful glass jars, row upon row, floor to ceiling, arranged by hue. What an artwork Andy Worrell could have made of that display, much more vibrant than sorry, a much more vibrant masterpiece than 32 Campbell's soup cans. Sometimes I sneaked into that storeroom, sat cross-legged on the cement floor in front of the wall of jars and peered up in awe at the abundance. Our family would never ever want for food. We would never be the starving children in a far-flung corner of the world to whom mother threatened to send any uneaten morsels on our dinner plates. <laughs> Albeit, a diet of pickled veggies and sugared fruit might become tedious after a week or two, not to mention that our life expectancy might be somewhat abbreviated. The fruit cellar housed other treasures. The many wooden shelves on the wall opposite the vivid mason jars supported all manner of valuable articles that mum's I grew up in the Great Depression mentality refused to discard. Once, as I rummaged among the relics, I unearthed a grade school scribbler. Like all teacher-supplied workbooks at the time, it sported a bright blue cover with heavy black lines for your name and subject. This one belonged to my brother. George was the name, writing was the subject. Each page had widely spaced blue lines and a broad left-hand margin demarcated with a hot pink line. The book housed only one story, Blackie, 
George's fierce grip on the pencil etched the large printed letters into the page and dented the one below. The tale was short, only a few sentences. The story tragic, the death of his pet dog. The details scant, a car killed Blackie when he ran onto the road. How odd, I never knew we had a dog. Did we have a dog? <coughs> George was four years older. Did the dog die before I could remember it? Did George make up the story? Maybe there never was a dog. But from the force of the printing, George must have felt a terrible loss. And why was there only one story? All those empty pages. Mum would have said it was wasteful. Yet she preserved this book. This single story. Why? So many questions, so many emotions, so much to take in. I replaced the notebook on the shelf and told no one about my discovery. I wonder, did I ever venture into that space again? More than six decades later, the questions remain unanswered. That bright blue scribbler is the only thing I recall from the left side of the cellar. I still can't account for the intensity of the experience. Could it have been that my young heart could not grasp the juxtaposition of the, of the prismatic life preserved in glass jars with the sudden inexplic inexplicable death of a small black dog? Hmm. <laughs> Fruit sellers and dead dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... I liked it. I did. It was an interesting little journey. <laughs> Your description of the printing is fantastic. Oh. Like, because we could see it. Like, he put the print. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. always, always pushing Push it that. down. Yeah, no, I could absolutely see it. In fact, they use that to solve crimes. They hit the paper below <laughs> and they can see. I watched too many of the Okay, I'm going to confess that my language skills are lower than yours. Your pricks. Prismatic. Yeah, that got a little little chunky in there for me. But colorful. Okay, but it's getting, it just, it just means sentence. colorful. Okay, the sentence kind of got a little chunky for me there. But could it have been? Yeah, I thought that. Okay, could it have been that my young heart could not grasp the juxtaposition yeah. of the prismatic life preserved in the glass jars with the sudden inexplicable death of a small black dog? Yeah, I of think the your color, juxtaposition color and your prismatic oh, and too many, <laughs> too much. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little, a little. Yeah, too heavy. Maybe a little. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but otherwise, like you know, I mean, I I love that. I love I love the jars and I can see them. And... Okay, so what about this? Could it have been that my young heart could not grasp the contrast of the colorful life preserved in the jars with the sudden? I don't know what to say for inexplicable. A sudden oh, unexplained. Unex <laughs> or inexplicable might work there when we change the Wait, other I ones. The a other bit. One's gone. Yeah. I just okay. uh, yeah, I just found those to be just Yeah, little, just a little wordy, just a little okay. I'm verbose, is that the right? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately that's the way I sometimes No, talk. but most no. of the, no, most of the time it wasn't just that yeah, those three pretty yeah. substantial <laughs> words there. No, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Contrast of the color. Oh, yeah, I yeah, I think I like that part. C-O-L. It's funny, I had colorful, and I changed it because I used it earlier. I oh, okay, well. The word, but it was like four paragraphs. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. 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 I think inexplicable is better than unexplained. Yeah, no, I, I, but, and but with only one of them there instead of three. Yeah, yeah. I think it works. I, think I it appreciate works that. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I needed to know. <laughs> yes, so you know. repeat your words three pages later. I'm like, if I can go <laughs> paragraph to paragraph before I repeat them as opposed to sentence after sentence, we're good. I think the strength is it evokes memories. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that's the power of it. The weakness of it, because you evoke memories, is people then, what did I just read? Oh, okay. Because you evoke, it's not a bad thing though, because you yeah. evoke the memory and people are going to enjoy oh, it because yeah. you've, you've sparked, like I've had multiple things popping in my head and like, oh yeah, okay. what was that about? Because yeah. I'm thinking about my grandmother's schnauzer, you know, I'm thinking about the canned fruit that was in the house in El Paso in the basement that yeah. was there before we moved in, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, you get all these yeah. memories and it's like, okay, what was that I just read? <laughs> so yeah. it's a good thing, but also that's, you know, the curse of, of good writing is yeah. you do evoke the memories. Well, and... For me, like when I post things on my website, one of the neatest things is people will share their memories yeah you know mm. and and that for me is i like yeah. that it's like okay so i've made them think about yeah, something you're sparking or, or, yeah, yeah recall something that they've forgotten from their past very much so yeah and i think that's the strength of it and yeah. the the andy warhol part worked oh yes oh right? yeah, yeah absolutely. most people know the soup cans okay. well yeah. it's funny because i'd forgotten and as i was listening to you and you were and i was like all i could picture was that marilyn monroe thing oh yeah and yes. then i was like well that's okay it's just me because i and then when you tidied it up with the soup can yeah. thing I went oh I remember that one now yeah so that was great and okay. I was like oh yeah okay. I remember the buyer he was shocked who was shocked Andy Warhol, Warhol was shocked yeah. no he died in a motorcycle no 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 this is early in his life in his 20s or something oh, some woman shot dead. him he was just shot he was shot yeah okay. like four times oh my goodness this lady came in and just like started shooting him and so he lived in pain later in life because he you know the wounds know that, that he had suffered but he oh did die in a motorcycle accident yeah i don't know how he died but i just remember yeah, in this i know. I, I, know, you know what? I know very little i know the soup cans and that he was very controversial abstract-ish yeah. kind of guy and yeah my my art knowledge is it was um you always knew when he was in the room is what he did oh, okay so there's several yeah, I, and, I, and I've probably seen a few of them and know yeah. enough to you know mm -hmm. like a jeopardy Funky question <laughs> You know, the part I, I enjoyed here was my mother threatening to send our leftover food. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Star, think of all the Starving stories. Starving children in, Athe in Africa. Mm -hmm. You see, with me, it was always in China, and I thought, people yeah. aren't starving in China, but she got in her head that maybe no, they were back in Africa, the 50s. I remember. Okay. In Crazy Rich Asians, uh, one of the lines <laughs> in there is, those starving people in America. Oh, Eat your nuggets. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. people, people would get that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and the depression mentality. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's the other thing I thought about. You know, my parents grew up then. And yeah. Do you have any quirky things? Lois, Lois Sims had a big ball of aluminum foil. <laughs> she, yeah. she would keep her And other people would say the cigarette, the, the aluminum from mm -hmm. inside the cigarette. Oh, I remember people packages. doing that. I don't even yeah. want to know what's in Butler's grandmother's house. Another lady had rubber bands. <laughs> yeah. If there was rubber bands. Yeah. She, giant she, she, watered bands. Down, she watered down ketchup. Yeah. Oh. No name brand ketchup. And yeah. I'm dying. 
I mean, because, you know, it's like, it's in all Russian. honesty, that, like, his, his grandma, she can afford ketchup. Okay. <laughs> it, it doesn't but have she, anything to do with I know, I know, and that, but, but it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's another memory of Hoping is visiting these older ladies. Yeah. And my, my mother still has clothes from when, you know, before I was born. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's a good outfit. Yeah. You're not wearing it. No one's wearing it. Yeah. I have a neighbor across the road. <laughs> she has a huge room with two big closets and I don't know how many dressers and she can't open the drawers. And, like, she's gone through I don't know how many different actually, sizes. Actually, movie props might see that as a treasure trove because these are period clothing well absolutely but but like i once asked her how many pairs of slacks she had you know jeans she doesn't have jeans she just has polyester pull-ups and things but anyway <laughs> and she counted them and she had 60. wow 60. who needs that now how many of them fit i don't know how many pantsuits complete pantsuits <coughs> oh, God, like if i have 10 of them <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with not being imagine. able to afford, you know, good things. Yeah. It, it's a it's a mentality. It's a mental set. Well, like many you, like you said, yeah. it's still good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you yeah. see, and I. Well, I, there's a list of reasons that you know I have too many. Have you? Come by it honestly. But. <laughs> well, I moving always, across the country kind of gets that out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, and having hoarding ish parents, I'm like, yeah, no. I don't need any of this stuff. Nope. 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 But what did it for me was clearing out my mother's house when she died. Like what we found behind the couch, under the couch, under the beds. And oh I said to myself, I never want to make my children do this. Yeah. And so, but I, I can't throw things away either. As you can see. <laughs> well, but that's, but you know. what? So I donate. I, like, oh, yeah, that's I'm right. sure yeah. that... Uh, the restore has made a bundle off me because oh, yeah. perfectly good lights and this and that and I'll take <clears> this stuff in and you even take Hi. this. Yeah. You're you know? And yeah. they'll yeah. yeah. I've taken garbage bag upon garbage bag yeah. in the Value Village. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because and then at least you feel like even Value Village and Restore, if they can't use it, they pass it on. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and some of the clothes and things they're made into rags and stuff like this and at least yeah. it's not going to the dump. So. I caught myself Honest to gosh, I had a typewriter, yeah. an electronic typewriter, yeah. and one of the cartridges didn't work, and I swear to God, I put a note on it that says, doesn't work, and saved it, thinking that maybe I would try to fix it, and I went, it's dead, like, what are you going to do? It does not work. <laughs> I, I know. And, the, and then that was like, okay, yeah. okay we got to let things go. Yeah, I know. I dragged this old-fashioned sewing machine home from Nova Scotia the last time we were over. It's built into this stand. Oh, and yeah, oh yeah, isn't yeah. this cool? Oh, yes. And isn't that pretty? And one day I'm in the basement, I'm like, oh, my God, we're never making the time for this. No. This is insane. Yeah, yeah. My mother gives us stuff, and I just take it and then deal with it after because I don't have the heart to be. Yeah, sometimes I do that for Mom because she can't pay. I'm like, I'll take care of that for you. I I'll did the same the thing. With, you know, Mom would give me stuff. She was always, she was a dumpster diver. <laughs> Don't judge. She was ninety. Hey, 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 hey. She was ninety-two when she moved into the retirement home. Now this would be a good story. And her uh, apartment was directly across the home hall from the recycling room. And the recycling room, because it you know was for the whole thing, it was huge and it had several big bins. And she knew that I liked. Uh, 
word jumbles. Oh, yes. So she would get up on a stool and she'd oh reach into the dumpster to get, to get the newspapers oh and things. And then she'd go through them all and every now and then I'd get 30 or 40 jumbles. Well, one time she fell. Oh my God. Can you imagine this 92? And she's like, oh, five feet tall. And so she starts calling out and some, some poor old other ladies think that she's hearing things and there's ghosts. And, oh my gosh, that sounds like a fantastic story. It is a fantastic story. Anyway. I only laugh because at the dump in Yellowknife, they call it Tiffany's. Because when people move out, if they don't sell things in a yeah. yard sale and stuff, they, they dump perfectly the, good stuff. They dump to the dump. They had they had issues with people scavenging yeah. to the point where they had to rope things off because it was becoming unsafe. Yeah. Like I remember going up and well, they leave the good stuff in a certain well, area. Well, that's what they were starting to do. Okay. You know, a perfectly good bag of clothes with shoes in it and stuff. And I said to my husband, should get it. And he's like, well, I said, fine. Some other people who need it more can get it. You know, <laughs> but like you could get doors and replace your door. Like this was like the, the, yeah. the head, it. the head, yeah. the lieutenant, it was the lieutenant governor or leader of the speaker of the house. He was up getting doors for his house. Like this yeah. was the thing. Well, that's what I, I think love is, this. It's well, genius about the person that started Restore. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah, it's the prices have all gone. Yeah. Oh, they're not that bad. I still, you can still get doors for ten bucks. You know, it's, yeah. I hardly yeah. go in anymore. It's not the right? same. Do you know what? I it's just leftovers from Dis- other warehouses now. There's in the Restore boxes of yeah, oh. and they're only open for. the like, I have to work all day. That's true. More and more business is going, we're going to be open between 8 and 4. Do you know what yeah. I find? It's great. There are certain yeah. people on the island that have second-hand places and antique places. <laughs> and so often I've gone in looking, say, for a dresser, and there'll be a gorgeous dresser that I have not seen recently. Sold, sold, sold. Yeah. And these people make a regular habit of going yeah. in there two yeah. or three times a week. And yeah. as soon as something nice comes in, they buy it for the twenty dollars, take it to their shop, and sell it for a hundred and twenty. Yeah, yep. you know. The store guy does pickers. Yeah, it's sad. Shows on TV. They are pickers. pickers. Yeah, it's just annoying on the island. It is. There's not much here. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay. I'll go. Yeah. You're right. go. Okay. Hey, dragons still? Yes. No yeah, gardens. <laughs> I don't think I've. No done secret this gardens. <laughs> yeah. No secret gardens. Sorry. Okay, I think you need to give up on that because I don't see that happening any. Oh, I'll finish it for you. Eventually. Right. Yeah, eventually. All right. Uh, first impressions mattered on the battlefield when assessing the enemy. Likewise, they were invaluable to the selection of men as officers. Some men were followers and would carry out orders without question, while others naturally took command. A military officer required the ability to command without question or men would die. Unfortunately, some officers were chosen based upon their birth and not upon their ability to lead. These officers proved dangerous to the army because their ineptness led to the death of the army itself. A, s- a son of peasant parents, General Lamassus had earned his rank through hard work and leadership capability and not because of who his parents were. Captain Mishaw had promoted Amasis to corporal while the other officers fussed and fumed over men who were more noble. Mishaw recognized true leadership and not privilege. The captain's first impression proved accurate at the Battle of Kajar when Amasis had held the line firm by not retreating when the lieutenant had been killed by an arrow through the throat. The line had bucked and a rout had started, but Sergeant Amasis regrouped the men and refused to yield ground despite suffering several wounds. The, 
Sergeant's position held long enough for Captain Mishaw to get reinforcements in place. As the battle, after the battle, Captain Mishaw had promoted Sergeant Amasis to lieutenant, and the rest, as they say, was history. So when General Amasis set his eyes upon Akim, his first impression was surprise for the hunched over frail man could not have committed the carnage in the temple hall. Somebody else had had to have assistance, have, have assisted in the crime. The wounds, despite the decomposition, revealed a savagery common to the battlefield. An experience had taught him only powerful men were capable of such perfection. But the dotted old man sitting before him couldn't have been capable of raising a kapesh long enough, let alone using one. The mutilation pointed to someone who not only wanted to kill, but to completely wipe out the individual. Three faces had been completely mauled with a sword till nothing remained. Whoever this was had to have been a beast, a creature capable of the cruelest methods. He had seen the four cups with drug residue clinging to the bottom. The killers wanted time with the victims. There must have been a third party. Are you responsible for the deaths of the yellow fellow priests? Akim slowly raised his head but could not focus on the general and appeared to be looking two handbreadths to the general's left. Over here, old man. The high priest's eyes focused upon him, and Amasas noted the clouded eyes and spittle in the corners of the old man's mouth. The eyelids closed and opened like a turtle's. The general looked over to the guard, standing at attention against the wall. Is this man drugged? No, sir. He is as we found him, except different clothes. We cleaned him up. And his clothes and footwear? In the next room, sir. Get them. The guard hurried from the room, and Amasas heard him speaking to the other guard next door. Seconds later, the guard returned, leaving a fat man who carried the blood-stained robes of the high priest, and placed on top were a pair of sandals. Amasas ordered the fat man to unfold the robe and show him the sandals. Dark brown stains covered the garment and the sandals. The general spotted bits of encrusted gore and filth on the cloth. He looked back to the old man. Are these your robes and your shoes? Akim's eyes settled on the robes. The old man shuddered and quickly looked away. The general mentioned for the fat man to take the soiled evidence away. Oh, motion for the fat man to take the soiled evidence away. Amasis ordered, I want to question him alone. Remain outside and see that I'm not disturbed. The guard saluted and shut the door. General Amasis stepped closer to the high priest. We're alone now, old man. Why don't you tell me what's going on? Akim stared at nothing, but the general knew men often took time to speak after battle. The sight of another human being's insides tended to break men, and the image of heads and arms lopped off had their effect. One effect happened to be the long stare, and the general wondered about Akim's behavior. The old man demonstrated battle fatigue. But what about the deaths? That's what I got so far. <laughs> Obviously, the description is vivid. I try to keep it light, though. <laughs> oh, light. Yeah, well, yeah, the severed arms and legs, the gore, the, the pieces of flesh. Oh, I yeah. wasn't describing I stuff. Was very... I do like the turtle eyes, though. Like, turtle. Like, the open and closed like a turtle. I thought that was very provocative. I was wondering if the lengthy business at the beginning about a masses and battles and all of that. Was it maybe too much? Yeah, I wonder. Because 
it isn't really essential to your story. What is it, Stephen King? Remove everything that isn't story. Exactly. Um, I think it's important that we know. I was impressed to know that. Um, I think it was uh, Mashaw. Um, yeah. Uh, he recognized, you know, someone who, who yeah. would be good. He did rise up through the ranks, but I don't know if all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. In fact, I when you first started, I wondered, is this the same story? Why are we talking about battles and things? Yeah. But then, as soon as I remembered, or you came, Amasis was looking at the, the carnage and what. I said, oh yeah, that's yeah. what we want to know about him. But maybe but maybe not so in much. in like instead of blurred at the first, maybe through the when he says yeah whatever he's you know yeah maybe, maybe the catch too is this is this. Yeah, I'll have to work it in elsewhere. But some of this does fit in because one of the problems that Amasis has with the current pharaoh is he got it by birth. Oh, yes. And he's I a crappy think, leader. Yeah, that, I, I, yeah, I sensed it. Well, and yeah, so that, 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 that definitely stood out. Yeah, that's, yeah. The fact so I will that, have to... That, that conflict between um, yes. the right of birth and the, the, the yeah. ability... You know, no, that that was good. It's just it just seemed. Yeah, it is long. Seemed to yeah. be tiring. Like I did I, write too much. If I were reading, if I were reading your book, I'd probably skim that and probably miss some of that. Yeah. Like the the really important parts, like the birth stuff and that. Yeah. But no. Do we know the pharaoh got by birth? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> I even have a song for the female who's going to. Yeah, White Rabbit, Jefferson Airplane. It's a great song, and I can just see that's the scene where she and the dragon, you know, female dragon. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, this is kicked by. Wow. I don't know where your mind goes sometimes. Images. It's that visual image. Like in Apocalypse Now, you know, it's the water, and then he rises up out of the water. You I've never know. seen it. Oh, it's just, it's a, it's a great image. And, you know, he has to kill Kurtz, and so he's got the camouflage, you know. He's coming up out of the water. You see this thing, it's kind of steaming, it's night. And then he come up, comes up, you just know, well, this is the night. You know, Kurtz is going to die. Okay. Akin was the one that was imprinted with the dragon. Yes. And so the physical body of the Kim actually murdered all those people. Correct. But it wasn't him. Yes and no, yes. Okay, there was a third person. The dragon is the third. Who is now... Now, here's my question. Was a Kim aware that he was possessed? Yes. So he knew that he did it and he shudders at it. Yes. But how on earth would he explain that to Amasis? Does that's, he, like, does that come next? Does he attempt to explain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that they say about today's shooters as well, that they're thinking that the, uh, the drugs that they're taking, um, some, if they're, if they're caught alive, just kind of describe their like in a video game. Right. Like, they're not even in charge. They're watching, like, a first-person shooter... But they don't, you know. They're not there. Probably. Yeah, but they're not there. Yeah, yeah I can, uh, yeah. And I've so, had similar experiences. <laughs> yeah, and so what, what's yeah. cool about this one that I thought was good is the general realizes this is more than one person. 
Yes. Yeah, and that's not. Like, yeah. But it's not what we think. It's yeah, it's not. No, that was really good. I just couldn't remember whether Akim was aware. Of yeah, I, like I think I think at this time Akim is. The dragon has disconnected, but still is on him. Okay, so. So he's you know they have the ability to basically the dragon's starting to separate himself, from Akim. Okay. And so that's where Kim is this basically he's gonna have to deal with this post traumatic stress that he's killed these people. Yeah. But he doesn't necessarily know it's a dragon, is there it's just a, another being, a An power. Correct. A, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking he's he accepted it's, he thinks it's the god. God, God-like. exactly. That's exactly where so I was yeah. would the the tattoo <clears throat> the imprint of the dragon It would still be there. It would still that's what I wanna know. Yeah. It's so still if there. A masses that could be some way of yes. understanding it because it's still present even though the dragon is disconnected. Yes. Okay. Because and now the dragon's going to start talking through Akim as well. Oh, like Akim's okay. going to show his uselessness and, and oh, jealousies okay. and pettiness. Oh. But then all of a sudden you get this... It's like a split personality. Yeah. Gotcha. This guy's gotcha. really possessed and way... And that's what okay. really attracts Amasis because the dragon now is starting to feed off of Amasis' energies and what Amasis wants to do. Gotcha. Oh, fascinating. Which okay. explains why the dragon's more than happy to, you know... He's move used on. up this Hulk exactly. shell yeah, really. and now it's done. time to move on. Um why did the maybe this was earlier but why did the dragon choose Akim again his Akim's desires at the very beginning he hated the high priest because he wasn't allowed to continue his education and so there's that jealousies yes between the dragon and Akim yeah it's it's people who you know they have that it's basically what I'm playing with is you know there are people that want things but they can't have them, but they think they deserve to have them. And so then they have the will of what would you, you know, it's kind of like the meeting the devil in the crossroads. You know, what would you do if, well, the dragon moves in and helps you get what you want, but at the price of what, you know? Approximately in terms of the entire book, where are we? Are we halfway through, a third of the way through, two-thirds of the way? Where are we in terms of Which book? There's probably yeah, to be yeah. a few, no, I is, think. Um, <laughs> so after, after we find out that Amasis gets the dragon, right. and there's going to be the betrayal of the pharaoh, which actually did happen. Right. And we have that, then, you know, there's that transition to the pharaoh's, the not Amasis, but the previous pharaoh's daughter, who is now going to be right, given yes. to the Persians, I think it is. Right, yes. And so then we have her trying to deal with, you know, she's this kind of weakling, but yet she knows that her dad was killed by this idiot. Her older sister, kind of like Sansa in the Game of Thrones, is you know, kind of accepted the role of, because Amasis marries her older right. sister, right. and she's pissed. Okay. Hence then, White okay, Rabbit so, and... So we've, we've got, we're only at the yeah. first halfway through that, I would you think. Have, you have to watch, listen to White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You can find it, get ready to play it. It's a, it's a cool song. So, it's, I'm listening, like, trying to remember everything that's come before, um, it 
feels as if we're not even halfway there. In some ways, we're not halfway there. Okay. Pythagoras has to get out of town. Because okay. he he's going to end up with the Persians. Okay. And he's going to assist with the whole... Because right now, what the dragon is going to do with Amasis, and what Amasis wants to do is go to war okay. with the Persians to create chaos. Okay. They just don't have the capabilities. Okay, wow. All right. So, yeah. I forgot to give anybody food. I... Um, I love the, the, the fat man. I don't know yes. why. Just, just a very man. brief, just the fat just man. Just the fat man. I loved it. I thought that was fantastic. I don't know why. I just thought it was great. My other question was mauled with a sword. Yeah. I'm not I, sure if that's the right verb. Hacked. Hacked yeah. might be, but mauled seems a little more. With claws. Text, yeah, textile or, te, you know, you're, you're grabbing somebody or a. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just the word that came when I was typing it out. They um, weren't warm this morning, but they're not warm. Yeah, anymore. I just, I, you know, like it seems Sorry. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a sword Thank thing. You. It's, yeah. a, it's a, yeah. an animal or a. Anyway, yeah. That just kind of. It I jumped out. That. It did. It did jump out at me because it just didn't seem to be the right. Yeah, thank connection. you. But otherwise. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued. I like it. Um, what I'm finding is, well, other than that long descriptive piece at the beginning, you're, um, the last few times, the, uh, the vividness of the, the description, the immediacy of it, um, and without dragging it out, do you know what I mean? It's very powerful, very powerful, like you got everything we need to know about that room of carnage, yeah. with a, a few well-chosen images. That, yeah, that was without very, going on and on Exactly, and on. yeah. yeah. Whereas I think much earlier with other things, sometimes you tended to. Yeah, especially oh, the first one the with the lady. A little bit there, it, it did, yeah. But still, it was amazing writing. It's just, yeah, it might have been a little more. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, you get the food. So, yeah, Jefferson can't. Airplane, it's uh, I can't. Grace Slick wrote this song, and I guess, because uh, in the song, it's about Alice in Wonderland. Oh. And and basically Grace during you know the being part of that hippie generation, you know she talked about the reason why she wrote the song is because the parents would read stories like, you know Peter Pan and the sprinkling of the fairy dust, well cocaine, you know, right. and oh. and Grace you know the whole uh, Alice in Wonderland and mushrooms and you know the giant caterpillar smoking the hookah and. And so this song is kind of like the bolero sound, where it's that slow build. And, you know, it's kind of like, what about Alice, you know, mm. when she's small and asking her and stuff. So it's just it just has that mood of, you wow. can kind of see the uh, kind of an orangish, yellowish Eight. interior where this young girl is finally figured out, wait, I need to do something. And she's walking and, you know, there's the big eunuch that's smoking the hookah that's you know supposed to guard her then there's that mean woman that treats her like crap that she's gonna somehow find a way to destroy so she can rise even more in the harem if you will so she can then have the power and that's kind of what i'm thinking of for my egyptian princess you know where there is that moment we don't need to listen to the whole thing though do we or do you want no. to hear? Just listen to a little bit. Hmm. 
Matrix has used this. Which pill do you take? The blue or the red one? Oh, this song. Mm-hmm. Now I know it. Uh-uh. Nope. So think of a, a, you know, as she's going, she's there, and then all of a sudden you see the dragon tattoo down her back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It certainly surprises me how much I don't listen to lyrics. I mean, like, yes. is that what it's about? <laughs> yeah, it's Alice in Wonderland and, and the whole, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about that that generation of the drugs and stuff. One, this my I have more friends now who who think it. I don't know if you would have seen it. Somebody sent me the meme and it's got Lucy from the Peanuts. Yeah. And it's and she has like a a glasses and a nose and it's Lucy in disguise and she's holding diamonds. I'm like, oh my gosh. Lucy in disguise with diamonds. I was like dying, dying. I'm just on the floor. I'm like, wow. I stared at something with all these people. Anyway, that one just yeah. Sorry, my my amusement is. Oh, I think it's. I thought I thought it was one of the best. One of the best. People have it. I was doing a lot of puns and so people are start firing them back at me so mm-hmm. and it's okay because i love that crap whether it's the lowest form of wit i don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's funny i wish i could do more the funniest one i remember somebody sent me was to mock a killing bird <laughs> yeah, it was, no, there was the j yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i've seen that one too yeah to mock a killing bird. <laughs> my wife and i uh thursday was double star day at starbucks and so she wanted a latte, and so she's making, you know, a lot latte laughs, making her little puns about lattes. <laughs> All right, then. Am I up? Mm-hmm. Well, up. unless the dog has something uh, <laughs> to read for us today. Or Ellen. <laughs> oh, or Ellen. Ellen has a story. <laughs> she has things to say to a friend. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Not now. <laughs> I only just introduced you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Who am I supposed to go? I love you guys. I'm sorry. I like to get away. I can't look at your socks while you're reading. We should do one of these at night and drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just noticed he had a winter too. Yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. It was sort of a. It's, and everything and they were yeah. on their way to Shanghai. Well, yeah, eventually she had to go to another place to fly out right. first, but, and then she was she was going to go shopping or something. Yeah, eventually there. So she was thinking about her brother and stuff and then she just, she didn't want to think about anything. Okay. Okay, so this, so we're still on the drive. Okay. But you guys, you, you made me extend it. <laughs> made her. I did not make you do anything. Holy cow. Actually, no, no, I know. Work <laughs> you know what? I actually. Helen, put the gun down. Helen! <laughs> I actually, you know what? It was funny. <coughs> I'm trying to write this stuff, and I'm like, I, I don't remember Shanghai that much. <laughs> I don't 
I, I hope that's the way it's starting. I don't remember, Shang. Uh, that's actually good, but anyway. After the like, opium den. <laughs> but there were ten guys with Speedos. <laughs> Thankfully, I had a trip log, so I had it, and so I was like, oh, that's where that was. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, okay, there was no Speedos or, you no. know. I went to the home hardware. <laughs> <laughs> How was your visit? Five stars? Lovely, yes. <laughs> oh, I have speedo coming. receipts. I have speedo receipts. Hot purple speedos. Why, Why would I buy those? Always the stupidest people. <laughs> Why? I I didn't kill her. Well, here's you buying a chainsaw <laughs> and some bleach and some tarps and a shovel. Don't forget and a shovel. That was a good idea. <laughs> And you paid with your credit card. And you couldn't steal. Yeah, where's my credit card? It wasn't even stolen. Yeah. But you signed your own name. Yeah. You didn't think you should hide that part of the crime? Big ass. No. Why? Why bother? I was gardening. Yeah. All the unlocked sheds. You couldn't just go look for something. Now I'm going down to the store. All right, we're on the road somewhere. Yeah, I'm not sure where. In China. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, so my last line from last week, just because it sort of connects to the to the next one, says, and truthfully right now, she'd rather not think of any of it. Okay. She didn't have to, exactly. Her increasing anxiety over her driver's apparent disregard for their safety was taking over all her other thoughts. The rain pounded against the windshield, and she heard the water splashing along the road. Those sounds alone would have been okay if it weren't for the occasional shudder of the car. She caught her breath each time it happened and released it a few seconds after the car steadied. Should I... Do you understand what's happening? Yes. Okay. I do. He's driving too fast. Okay. And, and recklessly. A, a little bit of the hydroplaning is what... Yeah. I don't know if I should... Oh, know yeah, I didn't know what the it. shuddering was. I didn't know if it okay. was a badly maintained car. Do we know it's raining? Yes. Or a wheel okay. coming off. Okay, I might actually put hydroplaning in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brandon took a drink of... Of her water, her stomach lurched. This didn't bode well, she thought. Hopefully, it would pass before she got on the plane, as the last thing she needed was to start the flight queasy. She closed her eyes with the aim of settling her nerves. Seth's face popped up immediately. She sighed and felt the tension ease from her shoulders. She wasn't surprised, as long as she thought about him before the last night. So she did. Okay. Anyway, I'm not sure about that. That's a little awkward. Yep. <clears throat> okay, Miss, we're here. Rena tried to focus on the voice. Rena's tried to. Someone touched her shoulder. Miss, her eyes flew open. She took a few seconds to remember where she was. Her guide had opened her door and was waiting for her to wake. She nodded and mumbled an apology. He left the door open and went to fetch her luggage from the back of the car. She took a breath and unbuckled her seatbelt. As she stepped out, she appreciated dri surviving the drive. Maybe she was unnecessarily worried. She rolled her eyes. Wasn't that wasn't part of her personality to be unnecessarily worried? That might have been an understatement. As she rolled one of her suitcases behind her guide, who had her second bag, she remembered what was in them. She still had a couple of travel rolls of toilet paper, a full box of protein bars, half a box of snack crackers, a few mini chocolate bars, a large 95% full bottle of hand sanitizer, four unused face masks, in case the air was smoggy, <coughs> Three novels she hadn't read yet, and spare batteries for alarm clock. 
Yeah, being unnecessarily worried was one of her talents. Her guide led her to the check-in. With a quick wave and a wish for safe travels, he was gone. Karina shrugged, but knew she could manage on her own. And she did. Her flight was uneventful. She had been distracted enough by thoughts of Seth and pandas that she didn't have a chance to think about her discomfort of flying. She was served a meal, rice, some melon bits, and a flaky pastry. Her stomach had settled and she had no motion sickness. She dozed on and off for the rest of the flight. Scene break. <laughs> Brina smiled as she surveyed the breakfast buffet. The bonus of being at an international hotel chain was the food was closer to what she normally ate. There were still some Chinese favorites like congee and steamed buns, but there were also eggs, bacon, pancakes, and cereal. She took a couple of steamed buns to have with her traditional breakfast choices. She found a seat by the window which looked out over the street. The restaurant was on the second floor of the hotel. So far the morning was cloudy but no rain. She hoped it held off for most of the day. After her flight landed in Shanghai yesterday, she easily collected her baggage and found her driver holding a sign with her name. Again, it was nice to have a welcoming party. They went to the car and were shortly on the road to the hotel. Shanghai seemed like the Las Vegas of China. Skyscrapers with neon business logos lined the streets. Her driver didn't speak English, so the drive was long and silent. <clears throat> she got checked in. Her driver, through a hotel clerk, told her that her guide would meet her in the lobby at 8.30 tomorrow. She wasn't particularly ambitious that evening, so she skipped an actual meal, instead snacking on some of the food she had left in her suitcase. Before bed, she had had a long bath. She was glad she had tossed a small bottle of fruity bubble bath in her suitcase. Okay, I know I said suitcase a lot. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> now she's going to count. <laughs> she managed a decent sleep, even though the mattress was plywood firm. No roosters waking her up at 3 a.m. was also a bonus. The f that thought reminded her that there was no Seth either. Her smile mm -hmm. faded. She missed him in bed with her. She hadn't realized the sense of security that having someone beside her provided. She pulled apart her steam bun with her fingers and popped a piece in her mouth. It was as good as the other she had eaten during the trip. She ate some eggs. There was part of her that wished she was already on her way home. She would rather have nursed her heartache in the comfort of her own home. Okay. <laughs> However, she had planned and paid for the Shanghai legwork trip, so she pushed through. She wasn't anticipating a long day out. She glanced over her itinerary, but the only thing she remembered was visiting an allegedly famous shopping district. Even that was of limited interest to her. She wasn't a big shopper. She was pretty low maintenance and favored practicality over brand names and high fashion. Still, it might be neat to see what's there. She ate a slice of bacon. It tasted divine. She didn't eat it often, but it was a comfort food this morning. She resi resisted the insane urge to eat a plate of it. That urge was her distress over how things ended with Seth talking rather than her rational self. She slowly chewed a second piece. She sighed. She forced herself not to think of Seth. She wanted to do her best to get through the day. She didn't think she'd be able to enjoy the day, but she didn't want to be miserable either. She checked her phone for the time. She always overestimated how much time she needed to do almost anything. Always, almost. She wanted to be ready. She wanted to be ready on time, so she was overly cautious which meant she had planned 45 minutes for breakfast. Her plate was almost empty and it hadn't been 20 minutes. She supposed she could read to kill time. After all, she had three unread novels in her suitcase. An hour later, she was, on the, she was on her way to the first stop of the day. 
Her guide, who Brina thought said her name was Ying, met her in the lobby as scheduled. They started at the Jade Temple, which looked like a normal building until they cleared the entry gate and it opened up to a large courtyard. She did her best to focus on the information that her guide was telling her, but most of it didn't sink in. The temple was busy today it was the, as it was the birthday of one of the Buddhas and people came to celebrate. She was shuffled through the square and in front of the building showcasing statues of Buddhas. One was for plentiful harvest, one was for riches, one was for fertility, and then she had no idea what the others were for. She did see the famous Jade Buddha, but couldn't take a photo of it. People purchased oil for blessings, and it was added to the burner beside the Buddha. Others danced and offered incense as a form of worship. It was all foreign to Brina, but it was intriguing to watch. Before she had much time to process the visit to the temple, they were in the car and off to the bun. The driver hadn't even come to a full stop before Mi Ying was out and had opened Brina's door. Mi Ying was a little intense, Brina mused as she bounced up the staircase behind her to a wide brick walkway that faced the river. Her guide told her about the area. One side was the old, me, older colonial style, including a Waldorf Astoria hotel, and the other side had modern size skyscrapers. There was apparently a Sorry, there was the apparently famous Shanghai Pink Communication Tower. Rina had never heard of it. She had also been told that one of the newest buildings was among the tallest in the world. The low cloud cover meant she couldn't actually see the top of it. She wasn't sure she cared much, a tall building. It hardly seemed exciting next to the pandas. She did the tourist thing and took some photos. Mi Ying took some pictures of her with the modern side of the river in the background. Then they were off again, back down the stairs and down one of the side streets to meet their driver. Brina tried to find enth some enthusiasm for the touring, but it was tough. As they stood waiting for the driver, sh she looked at the window of one of the buildings. It was a jewelry store, and a large poster advertised a panda necklace and earring set with, a bam with bamboo leaf accents. <laughs> she bit back a groan. She was doomed. Pandas would forever remind her of Seth and what happened. Her faint hope was that she could make things right. Otherwise, she'd have to find a new favorite animal. <laughs> their, That's good. <laughs> their car pulled up and stopped. The Ying opened the back door and ushered Brina in. She was happy to sit. Her mouth was dry from the warmth of the day and from trying to keep up with her guide, so she gulped back several mouthfuls of water. Their driver wove his way through the streets, and she did her best to pay attention, but everything looked the same. Plenty of small market shops and people. People on foot, on mopeds, and in cars. She was amazed that with so much traffic they were able to get anywhere. This is Nanking Road, the famous shopping area, Ying told, sorry, Ying told her. Again, the car stopped in the middle of the street and they jumped out. The street was a pedestrian way. She followed Ying as she led them down the street. No streets were not there. Brina recognized a few international names. There were some names she didn't recognize, but their window displays told her what they sold. The monkeys and childlike letters at one made it obvious it was a kid's clothing store. A couple of stores advertised more touristy gifts, so she was hoping to visit them. They walked back up the street. Ni Ying didn't stop, so Brina asked. She was told she could shop later at their next stop. Brina wondered if Ni Ying understood the irony of her not shopping on a famous shopping thoroughfare. <laughs> she didn't have time to contemplate that thought as she was hustled back to where they'd been dropped off. The driver pulled up and again, she was in the car and they were off. Maybe it was a good thing that the tour was on warp speed, as Brina wasn't in the frame of mind to absorb much information about the sights in Shanghai. She was happy that this wasn't Beijing, as she would have hated being in a fog during the stops on that tour. Now they were off to the heart of the old town part of Shanghai. 
Brina nodded when Liang told her that. She had little enthusiasm about their destination, but tried her best to let her guide think otherwise. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, great description of the city. I really feel like I have a good picture and... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well introduced, all the little things. And... Is the rushing there? Is the... Oh, I love that part. Okay. And they were off. And they were up. Like, it was really feeling this. And hustled her back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Scoop, scoop. That was these, these constructive suggestions from before mm -hmm. instead of yeah. Yeah. show the blur, not say the blur. So there you go. Yeah. Yes, and you, you definitely were getting mm -hmm. a blur. And, and you know what? Even though the, obviously my situation was slightly different because I wasn't being more, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like that. She was just. Here we are. Have you seen it? Good. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's this great shopping street. Okay. Get in the car. Yeah. Like, it really was. Like, she was, yeah. she, she reminded me of one of my husband's friends who's just super intense. And that's what she was. And it was boom, 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 boom. Okay. Yeah. I like that you called her a little intense. I always like hearing her inside thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and the divine bacon. I love bacon. <laughs> so I totally like that comment. I liked in the, earlier on the repetition of, the unnecessarily worried. I think it was three different times in three different ways, and you really were hammering home the fact of her obsession with and the list of the contents I in the suitcase. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, I, and then a later reference to the books again. Yes, I like when that yeah. happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? I still actually have some of the face masks. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> no. Well, because I was worried about the smog, right? And yeah, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't so bad that timing of the year. And I had an asthma inhaler that I had used to because oh wow for a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't all really, but I found a little catchy at one point. And so anyway, um, earlier on <clears throat> in it, um, someone was going to get her at eight thirty tomorrow. Yes. Um, and eight. Personally, I'd put 8.30 in the morning okay. because 8.30 didn't tell me whether they're going to come in the evening or the morning. Okay. Um, very minor. And then, the, then there's a small section where every sentence for, I don't know, started with the word she. Oh, she, 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 she. Yeah, I suffer from that did too. You, did you pick that up? Yeah. And I thought, there's got to be some other way of getting this information yeah. without that many repetitions. I just start turning my sentences was, around. Yeah, yeah, and I tried to use her name a few times. Yeah, but okay. But we don't. You also don't want to get it into the passive tense. Yeah. Because that's not good. I, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard. It's and, the work part. And even as I was listening, I was thinking, well, how could that be said? And every time I tried to turn around, I was going into the passive tense. I thought we can't do that. So I don't know what the answer is, but okay. I think it was just before she. Um, um, me, me, yes, yeah. shows up, but it just, it just, that's, okay. yeah. Um, I like the 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 bond with the opposition of the sides, and and I liked how you did bring Seth in far more often this time. And that's what yeah. I was yes. working. Mm, I yes. was working to try to do that as well. Yes. Like the uh, the panda necklace and everything. Yeah. And it totally was. Honestly, but there was a poster of the panda necklace, and I, I pardon me, wishes to this day I had gone in and bought it. I was waiting for you to buy it. Well, I was like, what? She it. left it. 
she like, didn't buy it. Just because you didn't buy it doesn't yeah, mean that yeah, she right. didn't buy it. It might ruin the thing that when she says shortly after that, would Panda's always reminder of Seth? And maybe going and buying it would kind of... Um, well, unless she did it unconsciously, you know, she... Okay. I don't know. Because I'm thinking of just a sharp, sharp and stuff. part of it was when Panda's always reminder of Seth, which I didn't see coming. Like, you saw Mm. the necklace, and my thought was, oh, she's going to go in and buy it. Yeah. And then you said, would Panda's always reminder of Seth, and that was far more gutsy. Um, And I like the the Man King shopping, the famous shopping area where you don't get to shop. Honest to God, we went up. And we went down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were here it is. You oh, said my God. That, oh, yeah. And I asked. I said, I'm the next place. No, but the, this um, is the famous place. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Okay. When you right. say that, I think immediately a pretty woman where she goes into the store. Yeah. Right. And basically, Naeem or whatever her name is, has deemed you unworthy yeah. to go shopping. shopping <laughs> and, and that would give more character to Naeem of like, that mm. bitch just. She hustled me out of like she wouldn't let me show. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was you know. She did later. I did get to you know shop later, but it was probably where she was maybe getting. Maybe she kickbacks. knew though that Nanking Road was a ripoff. I mean, it caters to tourists. That's yeah. where they all flock. Sure. Well, so, and and locals. I mean, it was yeah. it was a lot of locals. But as well. even so, take you to some out of the way little place and find yeah. something special. There's all those little. You said at one point the tour was on warp speed. Yeah, is that the right word? Well, I I wasn't sure that all the readers would get it, and it sounded like out of a sci-fi thing. Okay, it just didn't. It has to fit her character. Okay, and I was I was worried about that when I put, but it was like twelve o'clock last night. I'm like, okay. So like, I think earlier in the story, if she made like those types of references, it would fit her character. Okay, but what? But if it doesn't, then you know, it's just out of the. No, no, I liked it. Okay, no, no. But I know the words, right? I'm thinking I'm thinking in the movies, like in the movie, what they do that montage where you have scenes being recalled. Which drives yeah. home, like, scenes with the pandas, scenes with Seth. Right. As you're going to the shopping thing, that ju- juxtaposition, using your word, Prairie. I think, I think <laughs> Which that... Which I've removed. <laughs> I think that would, that would add um, to the pandas I'm, and Seth. I'm thinking, using his word, montage, was a montage of, you know, sensory experiences. But that's not what I mean. Like, a montage of... Movement, colors, I still feel like, yeah, I feel, I, 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 I still am trying, I think the blur, the blur is what I'm, you know. Yeah. Okay. In two senses, that her brain is still sort of trying to process yeah. the fact that she fed pan, I mean, like, we're mm. talking huge, and the fact that it, it is literally going at make breakneck. I like. Right. I'm just trying to think of the of, of the I word. I think most people would know what that word is. That, that's what I was curious about. I didn't. I was. Thinking, it just didn't seem to suit Brianna. No, it wasn't not. the word. It didn't. Okay. It for me, it felt like she wouldn't say that. I, I don't know why. I, this I had this very clear image of this Brianna. Good. That's you great. Know, um, you probably have a you, clear one than I have. Well, you haven't, you haven't described her a lot. Or I remember, I remember asking one time, was she tall or short or you know, this or that or the next thing, and you sort of, but I have a picture of her, and I have a picture of how she thinks and how she speaks, and that didn't 
That's, but that's that was good. just. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that logic. <laughs> in other words, you built character, and so you have some in her mind. She's got this person that. Yeah, she yeah. Knows. No, that's great. But, but I just don't know what. But the, the tour was a blur. Uh, do you ever use the word blur? I don't that? think so. I know I did in the in the original one, but I haven't used it here. The 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 tour blurred and blurred in her mind. No. How did the tour compare to life? On the compound where the pandas oh, were. Oh yes. How, what speed, speed was the panda thing? Versus... Oh, very very slow. Really, like really. I mean, you you. Because like I think that's what you have to emphasize is that okay. that that comparison. That's what I mean by that montage where yeah. they're looking back at the scenes. Right. Like you're racing here, and you know they probably at the panda place they probably talk forever. And then you have oh, this tour guide that go, yeah, go, 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 go. Like, that's a comparison. And okay. so it shows, because this happens to people that have been places, all of a sudden you begin to re-see, like, wait, this really changed my life because this was the pace here. Yes. But now we're back in reality, if Ish. you will. Yeah. And and that's the a different pace. And well, I think what will her life be like when she gets back? What did she do? She was a travel. She's a travel, travel agent. agent. Yeah. So, yeah, and all she's thinking about is pandas and Seth. Yeah. So she's got that to sell, but like she wouldn't know anything <laughs> about uh, which one was it that you went to? Not Beijing, but Shanghai. Shanghai, because Shanghai is a blur. Yes. And here she's supposed to be taking notes, and you know. Well, you know. But I think that's what makes the story because she's supposed to be doing this one thing, but she's yeah, I, like, completely elsewhere. In the same way, you contrasted the two sides of of uh, the bun. The street, yeah, no, the, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, you're right, making comparisons. Bun, yeah. yeah. Um, in the same way as he's saying, contrasting the speed at which I like you're like I'm not sure how to do passing it. now yeah. with what it was. Well, that's where her mind's going. To well, be. yeah, exactly. That's it, and the, yeah. Because, like, the, the, the beautiful, you know, those rice buns, which are very tasty, yeah. to just this plain stuff that you had at the compound that, you rice. know. Did rice. Did they even, yeah, just, just <laughs> boring. Rice. <laughs> like, because you do that with the bacon, you know, here's this beautiful <laughs> exactly. bacon versus, you know. Yes, you used a really nice word there for that bacon. Divine. Yeah. Divine. Divine. I like that. I loved that. Yeah. That was well done. As soon as you, you divine that, yeah. you could taste the bacon. But yeah. you also be invoked, because I assume, you know, but I kind of missed the rice and sex. Ah, and I never got that. No. Yeah. No, well, I never got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. food. I mean, I want Seth and I want good food. Well, this is, this is, that's why that was like, she smiled and she looked at the buffet. It's like, oh, dear God. Yeah. Actually, when I looked at my notes, I had written, I, I did, I had written, I had, you know, there was potatoes and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it happened. And then I was like, even had treated myself with a little donut. <laughs> there you go. Like yeah. that was so cool. Now I can I can go back and like I said, like the Jade Temple, totally. I, I remember it, but I didn't remember it was being in Shanghai. I don't know where I thought I it was. Found that in your notes. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was great to have the notes because then I could you know yeah. remind myself. I, and I have lots of notes. I think a couple sets of them, but you know. Anyway, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's hooked on pandas and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Be careful too of how many times you use the word stores. You might want to put shops in it. Shops. Boutiques. Okay. You know, something. Retailers. Uh, yeah, something. Okay. Anyway. Shops, I think. 
I don't know why. One syllable and stores is one syllable. So in the International Hotel, what was one thing about the hotel room that was completely different from the 70s Chicka Chicka Wow Wow? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the row. Right. The bathtub. Right. You know what? Bathroom? I had put an original version. I had put a little bit more about her getting a bubble bath. That was definitely one of the things right. I think. You mentioned I, the bubble bath. I made, I made, I, I put a bathtub in in Shanghai. Whether there was but an actual not. tub that was large enough, you know. To well, it wasn't a, it wasn't a shower. Yeah. In the bathroom, like yeah. I mean, the, the one in with the pandas was literally a shower and the toilet. Like there's no curtain, no stall, no. nothing. Shower, toilet, sink, glass wall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's a little weird to me. But I saw it somewhere else. I read it or saw it, and I was like, yes, okay. It happens. I don't understand. You do mention about yes. Thank goodness she had her bubble bath with it or something. Or yeah, like so maybe was, I could... Yeah, yeah, you do you mention did. a bubble bath, they but it was very brief. It. it was yes. more so about the soap used. But again, you still have to think about what is story and what isn't. Yeah. And like mm. you're doing well tying the other things in with memories of Seth. But well, I this I was thinking of I, I, my original. Did they ever have sex in a bathtub? I don't think so. There no. weren't any bathtubs. Weren't any bathtubs. <laughs> the the before I sort of adjusted a little bit, I was referring to how nice the fruity smell was and how it was nice to not be on her feet, and she would have loved to have been able to take a bath. And the smell of okay. clothes drying. And what did that in Shanghai with Seth though? Well, or not in Shanghai with the pandas and, right. and you know being back there and scooping poop and all that sort of thing so it didn't necessarily have to do with set oh well she could have wished that she had had that you know what I'm saying though yes. I, I think yes. it's important that you know and I think that's why this being a blur is important you know that that uh, uh, meing racing her through it is probably a good thing Yeah, it doesn't give her enough time yeah. to be heart sick I see meing in the dark Jacket with a white shirt. <laughs> trying to think of what you wore. I have Navy pictures. blue. You don't mention it, but that's they what I picture her as. No, there was no uniforms. They like they were just whatever. But there was a couple of the the guides were like that. It was it was kind of weird, really really intense. And then I had this other one where the terracotta warriors were, and she talked to me from the moment we said, and she explained everything, and she took her time, and she was just wonderful. These other two, yeah. they were fine. Don't get, you yeah. know, I got through my stuff, but compare it, yeah. I need to know, she was one, okay, so she goes there, and we have the, um, sorry, that, the bordello, and then the pandas <laughs> yes. for one week. Yes. One week with the pandas. How much time did you spend in China after the week with the pandas? Uh, like basically a day and a half. Oh, so all so of this stuff yeah, this was is, a day and a half. This, this, all of this stuff is before noon. I didn't before get that. Before noon. I'm getting there. I'm getting to, to the lunch. Oh. Like, we didn't, we go somewhere else, then we have lunch, and she took me back to the hotel. I was back in my hotel room by one o'clock. Wow. Oh, my God. Exactly. Blur. But I, see, I like, true, I, well, because yeah. I kind of hadn't gotten there, and then I think that's what I'm going to, you know... Okay. Because I, I, the last one I had mentioned, the lunch where I squirted myself in the eye with the, the, the dumpling thing, which really did happen. Anyway, then when I went back and looked at my thing, I was like, yeah, I was back in my hotel room by one. Okay. So, wow. yeah, it was, yeah, this is what, like, she condensed even 
the, the itinerary was, I think I was supposed to, I think I was probably expecting a couple more hours. But you paid for this? <laughs> yes. And they shortened it? Well, I think so. I don't, uh, yeah, I'd have to look at my itinerary again because I, I still so. have all that because I would never get rid of that. That was, but yeah, yeah, yeah that would have been like, we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, right? We've already seen everything that I was supposed to see. <laughs> now we're going back to my favorites since we had two hours left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't get that sense. That's that. What you just said, I, like when you were reading it. What I didn't get that sense. I don't even. Bit. I well, I was gonna say. I, I mean, I haven't got. Like I said, I have. A, we we have the visit to the heart of old Shanghai as a garden place, and then then it was lunch after that. So I think what I'm right. gonna go would be like, holy crap! Like is it? You know, okay. Like that's yeah, it's where it's going It's only been two hours. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it really, yeah, it really yeah. was. It was really. I was crazy. just wondering if there was at any point during all of this that there could have been more to indicate the speed. Of, you know, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is just you'd have to shorten it. Like, it took oh. you longer to describe what was really short. Yeah. Right. But makes it seem like it's long though. But I think I think when I go to like. The lunchtime okay. thing, I think so that'll. Like, you know, we, oh yeah, we like it go, just did for us. Yeah, exactly. What you I were think, done at lunch? Yeah, I yeah. think I think okay. that will do it. But right. you we'll can see. let me know next time. I mean, yeah. I certainly don't. You know, but now he, it really was a blur. <laughs> yeah. It's no surprise yeah. I have vague recollections of Shanghai. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, comparatively speaking, it didn't have you know the Tiananmen Square or yeah. you know the forbidden. Uh, city and the Great Wall, like Beijing sort right. of had, right? So okay. it really there wasn't as much ultimately to it, right? At least in what what I was aware of, anyway. Mm-hmm. Didn't have quite the historical side of things. So you spent a day and a half in Shanghai, and then you flew home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I spent was it three days, three and a, maybe four in and out of Beijing and then I went right. I think there was two days maybe two and a half days in Xi'an now I have her spending a couple extra days in with the pandas that right. I had I think I was it was only five full days maybe and then yeah the day the day the flights because okay. I because there's like a day of flights in between the okay I guess what places. where I'm going with this now is that each of your novels is supposed to occur within seven days yes well it so, was more about the seven days at the panda place. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. Okay. And this is sort of that that yeah. That's and all this right. is sort of the ad. Okay. The seven days with him. Okay. That, I, I, right. think that'll, I think with that'll think that'll still work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Alright. With all those sex positions you have to be not sure But just think, if we hadn't had a pandemic, you'd have never even heard of these scenes. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> that's that's so true. That is so, Not that we're so thankful true. for a pandemic. Don't let that. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you wouldn't have because I would have never read. Oh it in that yeah, that's library. right. That's true. You wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. That's right. This is for you, Pam. <laughs> and it doesn't look like this pandemic is going to end anytime soon. No. Do you know though? I, I I go through phases where I just get weary of it. I get weary of it. Every time stopping to put on your mask and I hate them. Uh, I do too. Um, and so when I used to go, like 
I go into town, I used to have a thing, a little ritual. Once a week I'd go into town and do all these errands and I'd have six or seven places. I can't do more than three. They're depressing, first of all. You mm -hmm. go in and everybody's wearing this and you can't breathe and you can't. Mm -hmm. and I have no idea who these people are. No, I mean, the best of times, no, I don't always people recognize stop people. And say, and I'm looking, who the hell is that? <laughs> um, and then there's other times, and this may sound weird, but um, uh, three of my neighbors are never here in the winter. One's in New Zealand, one's in Florida, and one's in Mexico, in Baja Peninsula. And this is the first year they've been here, and they walk every single morning. So I've joined them on their morning walks. And I'm learning so much. I mean, they're fascinating people. One's from Ireland, one's from God only knows where, and the other's an islander. But, and I think that would never have happened if there wasn't a pandemic. You know, so as, as awful as it is... Um, and there's a few bright spots. There are, and I think, yeah, yeah. Do you read the thing on Michael Moore? Do you certainly know who Michael Moore is? Yeah, the film guy. Yeah, the filmmaker. Yeah. It was his birthday yesterday, I think okay. he was 60, and he wrote the most wonderful um, happy birthday message, and basically, he was fired. He was, uh, I don't know what he was fired from, I can't remember, but 18 months later, you know, he uh, took up filmmaking, and he said, and just think, I'm, I, I don't know that I've ever told that person how grateful I am you know, that they fired me because there wouldn't be these eight movies or this or that and all the things he's done in his life. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I found it inspiring. And I thought, you know what? I think that's the pandemic if we, you know, what, yeah. what, has, what is coming out of this that we would never have experienced had it not happened. Anyway, I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah.